Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody else knows the rest of the words. How did that sound? Slightly back off. What if I raise my? What if I raise my voice? Oh, look at that! That is fucking awesome. That's me. I took one without even asking, Kevin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought of I thought of that after you brought it. I was like, shit. Uh, oh, thank you for the beer, Kevin. I was like, oh shit. You know, like I'm I'm assuming he brought it, you know, for us. But maybe I shouldn't have assumed that. Hey, can I just leave my beer in your fridge? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You shouldn't assume. You know. You know what they say. Assume and you makes an ass of you and me. I think they say that. And that's what happened to Nicki Minaj. She assumed way too much. And her butt blew up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she has such a big ass. All the assuming. Thank you for having me, Kevin and Max. Put the blue in. Yeah, yeah, I made it. I, I made it downstairs. Uh, I've really made it now. Uh, I'm on my roommate's podcast uh, in my living room, it looking at my bicycle. Yeah, you guys are like, all right, who, who can we get? Oh, can we can't get him. Can't get him. Uh, oh, Chris lives with me. Okay. I'm from a town near Albany, New York. Uh, this is uh, one of many blizzards I've survived through. Uh, so this is old hat for me. It's kind of comical how shitty DC is at handling the weather. Well, uh, what does this blizzard rank on your this is, this is actually, I mean, this is probably maybe the second most snow I've ever experienced, even by upstate New York standards. Uh, I remember there, there was a blizzard when I was a kid, blizzard of 93, uh, we got 30 inches of snow uh, in Albany, New York, where I'm from. Uh, I think that's the only one that was bigger than, than what we've experienced this past weekend. So. 93, that snow is bigger than here. That snow is probably, yeah, almost as tall as me. I remember there's pictures of me with the snow banks, and the snow banks were about 10 or 11 feet high. And, and just complete. what they do to those cute little dogs? And they just, like, toss you in and disappear. <laughs> Like, hey, look at this little dog. Oh, there he is, gone now. He's drowning in snow. 
My brother probably did that to me. My brother, uh, he's four years. He's four years older than me. Yeah, so I, I spent my entire childhood having the shit kicked out of me by my older brother. Yeah, literally, I literally had the shit kicked out of me, Kevin. Uh, As an older brother, uh, I can verify that that's how yeah. This trial by fire. Like, my brother, my brother would make snowballs. And he would like pack them so they were like so fucking condensed, like diamonds, right? And then he would put them in the freezer. And then he'd throw this ice, but like he could have killed me. If he hit me in the head, he could have killed me with these fucking things. Hey, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a snowball is a good guy with an even bigger snowball, okay? That's true. So he was well within his Second Amendment rights. Yeah. I remember kids who used to put, just put ice cubes. It was like the shortcut. They would just put an ice cube in the middle of their snowball. So it looked like a normal snowball, and then it would throw it at you, and then you would get a concussion because they threw a giant ice cube in your head. That's all. That is. What is so you? This is your first blizzard. Yeah. What's the like? I mean, I was gonna say what's the biggest difference, and I guess the answer is a little fine snow. Um, but like, what's the one thing that stood out so far from your blizzard experience? Well, probably. First of all, did you pop any bottles in the ice? Like uh, blizzards? Oh, haha! Ha. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, it was a lot of snow it was coming. The mayor didn't want anyone out there. And I thought it was really funny because there's a window, and outside of that window was people in the snow. At the same, it was just like the mayor was like, hey, don't go outside. And people were like, hey, we're outside. <laughs> getting real mad. Like, I don't know why people keep not listening to me. I'm your mayor, and you're all outside. And I said, don't do it. Maybe maybe because she does a shitty job at handling snowstorms overall. Ooh, this oh, shit's getting political, motherfuckers. Who's the person we called out in our first episode? Asher Roth. So Asher second Roth. on our list of enemies is Muriel <laughs> Bowser. Bowser <laughs> I'm just saying, all right. We were, but Max and I were talking about this the other night. Uh, so New York got just as much snow as D.C. Uh, the New York City subway system stayed open the entire fucking storm, right? Why did the D.C. metro completely shut down? Why was the, why was the why, why did they need to shut down the underground part of the metro system in D.C.? The city did not need to be completely paralyzed by this, and it was because of the actions that the D.C. government took. So we wound up in a situation where everybody was just completely uh, snowed in and stuck in their houses and couldn't do anything. And I, I think there were there were other options, you know. Yeah, apparently they um, needed some of that space to store the metro cars because they didn't think that they would like make it in the snow. Which gives you okay. Yeah. All right, right. I fucking ride the metro in that storm. That thing gets stuck on good days, like on nice sunny days, it'll get stuck. That's true, but this, but 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 under there's parts of the subway that are underground. Uh, can I explain to you just how snow works? When snow falls above the ground, it, it accumulates. Uh, in tunnels, uh, there's generally not any snow accumulation. When snow falls underground, you've taken mushrooms. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, and there, there is your solution. They build ice cars to run on ice rails during snowstorms. Euro Bowser, if you want to get off our shit list. Wow. That, swap those things give out. $100 million to implement that idea. What's weird, Kevin and Max? That idea is... <laughs> hmm? Thank you for cutting our promo. Yeah. For when this goes on local radio. <laughs> What's weird? These guys. <laughs> <laughs> I 
can't believe you guys. Your podcast is called What's Weird with Kevin and Max. Kevin's the weird, and I'm just the what? Yeah, you're right. the what? Well, I'm the what? well uh, you're the whitest guy I've ever met who loves hip hop. That's true. So that's kind of that's kind of weird, right? <laughs> there, there's there's whiter guys than Max who like hip hop. I mean, hip hop's so popular with everybody now, right? I mean, it's not. These white guys who love hip hop and they're really fucking up the game for me. Right. There's not enough room for all these white guys talking about rappers. Mm-hmm. So it's becoming a kind of Hunger Games of esoteric hipster white guys, which sounds like a pretty good movie. Right. Just hipsters killing each other. For some reason, I'm just thinking of Macklemore right now yeah. when we're talking about this. What are your thoughts on Macklemore? Huh? Um, I, I don't have very many thoughts. Um, it's cool that he thinks gay people should get married. Mm-hmm. Or should be allowed to get married. Not that they all should all marry. <laughs> hey, you two can't get married. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really religious. For, for gay Forced gay marriage. <laughs> That's what the law is, right? No gay butt sex before marriage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember, anal sex is for not for Right. So wait until you're married to do that. Right. Um, I don't have a strong opinion on Macklemore. He doesn't really piss me off. I feel like he pisses a lot of people off. But as a white guy who likes hip hop, any criticism of Macklemore is only like two or three degrees of separation removed. From right. Me. Right. So I don't, even, I don't know. I don't what I would say is that he seems, it seems, what he's doing seems very contrived to me. It's like he's trying to pander to a certain demographic that would appreciate his message, that, you know, he's just kind of tailoring his stuff to what he thinks that a certain uh, segment of the population wants to hear. It's a little bit like Hamilton, too, where we, we were talking about Hamilton last night, the musical. Have you, like, so it's a hip hop Broadway musical. And I would say it's like good and fun and it's really interesting to listen to, but the rapping is not exactly, you know, uh, BET cipher level. It's more like Broadway hip hop musical about the president's level, you know, yeah. where you want it to be. Yeah, totally. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Who would think in 20, 2015 that a. Uh, Musical about a founding father would be the hottest ticket on Broadway. Isn't that is crazy? It, yes, man. That's the most popular show on Broadway right now. It's impossible to get a ticket to it. Yeah, Book of Mormon was a couple years ago. So. Yeah, but that's <laughs> still... I haven't seen it. I, haven't <laughs> it. I just heard it was like the best thing. I haven't seen Book of Mormon either. And I love South Park. Oh, man. Should we review Book of Mormon? Because yeah, neither of us has seen it. This that can be... Segments. Psychic review. So we can all review Book of Mormon having never seen it before. So is that is, is that really what you do? This is this is the segment. That's a segment. We review something you haven't seen and form opinions. You know, I think that happens all the time. Like, don't you think when you're in conversations with people that people oh, just yeah. bullshit their way? They'll pretend they've seen a movie or a TV show and say it. I've done it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll admit. You say you say that you've seen something and or read something and it's. You realize you were thinking about something else, but that doesn't happen until like five minutes later, and then you're like, "Shit, I just have to try to fake my way through this," or be like, "Oh, actually, you've been talking for five minutes, but I get a fucking idea what's going on." Right, and I always feel like people see through me. That like the times I have done that, like I can feel my face getting flush, and like I, I, I feel like I'm like an X. There's like an X-ray machine on me, and everybody can just see the bullshit through me. Anyway. I think, I think, I think it's like I called out for it and like, what did I just say? I have I have been called out. I have been called out for it before. <laughs> That's so funny.
But then you gotta double down. Then you gotta double down on your lie, you know. But then sometimes somebody can. But also, I just have this monster who's in a conversation and is like, "Oh, I think this person hasn't seen it. Now it's time for everybody at this party to know the truth." (laughs) (laughs) You lied to me and you lied to Sheila. You just met her. Um, Wait, should we do Book Book Mormon? Yes. Uh, Initial thoughts. Anybody want to start? I think I think it's so clever, you know, a musical uh, that uh, uh, skewers uh, Mormonism and this kind of uh, wholesome culture that we have. Uh, it's 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 really brilliant. I love the subversive elements of the story. Uh, I, I don't know. I I just, I just love that kind of humor. That uh, I was shocked by uh, all those the guys. Sex scenes. Yeah. I knew polygamy would be a part of it, but I didn't know that the opening song would be a twenty-minute orgy. Right. Which very surprising. And they actually like. <laughs> Penetrated. They made sure the audience knew and smelled everything happening on stage. It was superb. Yeah. I also thought it was cool that, uh, like, because I knew it was from by, uh, what were their names? Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Yeah. The mm-hmm. South Park guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't expect Cartman to be one of the main characters. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Never addressed that. He was just there the whole time. And, it was weird. Yeah, but it worked. It worked, and it's like clearly in the same universe. I, I just don't agree. Like that, Carmen should have seen his mother, like that. Like with the whole Denver Broncos, like they had to bring that whole scenario to live performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and they actually got all of the current members of the Denver Broncos, yeah. which I think is... what helped get them to the Super Bowl coming yeah. up. It's <laughs> a, a real team bonding moment. A team bondage moment. That's actually how uh, Peyton Manning hurt his neck uh, going down on Carmen's mother. In the in the play, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that was just the beginning number, apparently. Um, yeah. I don't. I'm trying to think. I don't know that much about the Book of Mormon. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't want to spoil the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely it's... check it out. Yeah, that's just a out. teaser. <laughs> just a little teaser. I like how it makes fun of Africa, you know, because we don't make fun of Africa enough. Uh, I think it needs to be mocked and, and further. All the stereotypes are really current too. Which really yeah, funny, you know, like starving Ethiopians. That's been relevant since 1950. Right. Just will never get old. Yeah. Or insulting. Right. It's incredible. Like the part where they just like literally took a boot and crushed the continent off of the globe. And just <laughs> right off. It's weird. I wrote down some of the lyrics and I thought they were a little weird. It says like, "This is not a joke. Uh, this is what we want to happen. We are spreading this message through our musical." And I just like those guys because they're always making funny jokes like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. From their, of their resources. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect it to be a musical about how Mormonism is correct and how we should vote for Donald Trump. Which is kind of the opposite of what I thought going in, but, you know, I'm open to it now. Yeah, I see what he mean. Like, he, he could just pull a gun on someone. I couldn't, okay, I wait, maybe, let's get back to political talk. Let's get real political. All right, so we're getting this off of this pod. pod. What, should we call them pods or casts or sods or eps or... These mic eps. <laughs> Because there's microphones in their apps. Episodes. Oh, I put that together. You got it? Uh, you can edit this video or this podcast, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, great. No. Good. Because a lot of this sucks, right? <laughs> We're definitely that <laughs> Definitely. I don't care how, if it's only that clip and then you're doing your, your woo-woos from earlier. Put, keep that and definitely put that in. That's gold, man. Um, 
Did you hear that thing that Trump said, though? That's what I was going to talk about. He said <laughs> on camera that he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and his poll numbers wouldn't go down. I, I, He's probably right. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, I, he, he said everything you can say. It would be funny if they started Almost using... everything you can say. <laughs> what are you thinking of? I know there's one word he could use. I don't think it'll drop his votes. Right. Oh, no. I can't imagine. It's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard Carson. <laughs> it's a hard Carson. Wow. That sounds like a sex move where you don't please Whoa. your wife and then think that the pyramids contain grain. Shout out to Book of Mormon. <laughs> I mean, Republicans have been using coded racism for years, right? Ever since Nixon, silent majority, and now Trump is say has co-opted the silent majority thing, and he's like, you know what? Fuck the coded racism. Yeah, Let's yeah. just do racism, racism. Maybe that maybe Trump is like the M and M of Republicans, because he's the guy who went out there and was like, everybody else is talking about this, but they're not going to say it. I'm going to mm. blow some doors off the hinges. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Are there any groups that he hasn't actively offended? Uh, uh, middle-aged, middle-aged, fat white people. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> it's really hard to piss them off because they got it so good. Right. <laughs> They're so fat. <laughs> and so happy. No, there's, there's no, there's no demographic group that Trump hasn't, uh, hasn't gone after. Uh, I think that's what that's what people want. You know, people want somebody who just kind of gives the middle finger to everything. They're so sick of uh, you know, kind of the, uh, the the modus operandi we've been we've been operating under for a long time, and they just want somebody to just say "fuck you" and uh, yeah, it's a message that want. yeah, it's more satisfying to say "fuck you" and to not have any real like even the other Republicans. Ted Cruz's plan to beat ISIS is I would bomb them, carpet bomb them, which. which is that where they use magic carpets? <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah. You like, that's real fucked up. Put Aladdin up there. Just like, Aladdin. They made that really good. It went direct to video, but there was that really good Aladdin movie made about the war in Iraq. Oh. <laughs> it was really good. It was like Aladdin uh, goes to Gitmo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> picked up on the streets of Agrabah, black bagged and sent to Cuba, and then like, Apu rats out and testifies against him. So, uh, and uh, of course he couldn't. Wow. He couldn't call on the genie because it's Robin Williams then. So, mm. I was gonna say the genie conjures up some uh, IEDs <laughs> for Aladdin just My to help out. First wish is for death to America. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. We should make a version of Aladdin where the genie's like responsible for the Iranian Revolution. Like that's one of Aladdin's wishes. Oh no, this is getting too dark. Because of course then the genie. That's another part. The genie, we can we can go there. The genie, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin just ran at some nine eleven jokes on the podcast. Uh, well, I, I don't know. We'll create a scandal. Um, How many people say? listen to this? Hey, upwards of thirty. Um, yeah, maybe we save our nine eleven jokes for when we're more established. Yes. Yes, by that point. Do we have? Kevin, you don't you don't go you don't go into controversial uh, subject matter with your with your material. Uh, does does your comedy ever nah. venture into danger zones? Not really. Nah. Okay. I play it safe, man. You play it safe, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, 
life too dangerous to be, you know, playing in barbed wire toilets. <laughs> barbed wire toilets? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll sit on those. And I'll shit That's on smart. I would, that would be that would be that would be like the cruelest prank ever, right? Would that even a be a barbed wire toilet? Barbed wire toilet seat? At that point, that's torture. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's not as bad as like the saran wrap on it. That's even more cold. Um, I feel like they're both pretty bad. They're both bad, but one's a little worse. Oh, saran wrap on a toilet. Oh, my God. And now, a word from our sponsors. Is it all there? Yes, I got the product. Can you hear me? I said I've got the product. Hello? Hello? I said I've got the... Hello? Cheap Mobile. No background checks, no credit scores necessary. We don't care. You can be a drug dealer. I mean, cops aren't coming to us for cell phone records because we, we don't, don't keep them. Yeah, we keep our operations in a trailer, so we're really hard to find. No paper trail. No paper trail. No monthly payment. You better pay us something. You gotta give us something. You're paying with one way or the other. You, you got five fingers. Ask gas or grass. Nobody calls for free unless you're with Cheap Mobile. It's not free. It's 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 almost free. Hey, it's cheap. You're in no position to argue with anybody. Not at you all. You don't deserve a cell phone that has a calculator, let alone the internet. We don't care if you haven't talked to your kids in two days. We need something from you. You need something from us. We've been talking to your kids. We know all the dirt. So just sign the contract. Just sign yes, it. Yes, it's for 75 years, and yes, it's not for a phone. But no credit score necessary. Yeah, we don't have one. Stay <laughs> off the grid. Cash only. The government's after our guns. Bitcoin not accepted. Yeah, nerds. Internet bullshit. Cheap mobile. <laughs> Turn off the ringer. Just vibrating. Everything's vibrating, man. Life's nothing but vibrations. Is that true? Nah, I don't know. That sounds that sounds like us. Uh, string theory. String theory. Could be. There is this one thing where like there's like a whole different life happening like two inches next to us, like on a whole different vibration frequency. Yeah, that's There's a string theory, and it's like everything boils down to strings that are vibrating for some reason. Nah, I don't understand that's crazy. how they got there. I don't either. I'm not a math guy. Alright, third enemy of this podcast, string theory. Fuck you, string theory. Put them on blast. We're creationists. I gave you to a kitty cat to play with. <laughs> string theory, string guy. Ah, yeah, I get it. Ooh-wee, where's that pizza, Max? Huh? Oh, I didn't order the pizza. Oh, I'm out of here. We can we can order it now. Nah. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can get uh, La Villa. Yeah. I don't okay. Know what, kind of, what kind of pizza? What kind of pizza you want? Let's get this. Make sure we get. <laughs> I know. Kevin and I discussed this. Can I? Can I compare pep? No. If I'm gonna compare any pizzas, it's always gonna be pepperoni. <laughs> Kevin wants just a pepperoni pizza. pizza. What What was Chris's recommendation? I didn't recommend anything. We just talked about pizza. I said we should get La Vila, which is a pizza place that's a block away from here. Uh, what better uh, location to get? Uh, what, what an amazing sponsor for this podcast La Vila would be. Right. Literally dozens of people. Right. La Vila. Mm-mm. Please. La Vila. <laughs>
That's your that's your that's your pitch. That's your pitch. Yeah, that's the jingle. I'm questioning. I'm questioning whether you have a future as a as a as an ad pitch man. Wait, can I can I can I try to take? Yeah. Live in La Vila Loca. Okay, that's just they can just use that whenever they want. Bam bam. Just just Italian for the house. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. The house of Loca. Bam, bam. La Vila, La Vila. Your pizza is so damn tasty. La Vila. It's Italian for buy our fucking pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, we want. They do online ordering? What? It's. It's, Yeah, have you heard what year it is, Kevin? That's the best argument to make in any context. If you can make the argument it's 2016 or whatever year, because it's, it's literally your view. Yeah. Any point you're making, be like, hey man, it's 2016. Be like, yeah, but I don't want cheese pizza. Be like, listen, it's 2016. So. Right, Did you just punch me in the face? Bro, it's 2016. You gotta watch out for that in the street. Like, what are you, what? You're surprised? Have you always been a picky eater, Kevin? We were talking about how, uh, okay. Have you tried to like, but you seem like an open-minded. You seem like an open-minded guy. You seem like a guy who's willing to try new experiences and stuff like that. So I'm kind. I'm kind of surprised to hear that. Oh, you just want pepperoni pizza. You don't want to fuck around with different toppings. Or I was wild type, buddy. I was one of those those Pillsbury rolls. You know, and it's all wild type. Uh huh. The crescent rolls. Pop right open, man. I just fluffed out, absorbed everything. Really all right. Good. What time did the mushrooms make? <laughs> it was a little different. So what is your diet? Like, what's what's a Kevin Titty? I, f- I feel like I'm hosting the fucking show right now. <laughs> what, what's your what's your what's your diet on a on a on a given day? Like, what 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 what's a normal breakfast, lunch, and dinner for Kevin Titty? Average breakfast is usually between a bowl of oatmeal, okay, or some spinach and eggs. That's a pretty good start. Okay, I like that. I like to hear it. I like to hear it. Okay. Oh, with cheese, of course. That's that's fine. I, I'm a big believer in not depriving yourself of the pleasures of life. Like people who are like no dairy, no this, no that. Fuck that, man. Like I'm not gonna give up cheese. I don't care. Like I'm not. Maybe I won't eat cheese every single day, three times a day. But I'm not gonna give up cheese because some fucking Doctor Oz tells me I shouldn't be eating cheese. Fuck you, Doctor Oz. I'm gonna eat cheese if I want to. Especially Doctor Oz. You yeah. should not take it. Yeah, because he's a quack. Has a name. Two letters. <laughs> Two letters. Yeah. And one of them's made up. Oz is a fairy tale. And he's a quack, by the way. He's a duck? I totally agree with you uh, on, on the point about his name. Uh, also, he uh, he uh, promotes all of these like alternative medicines and supplements and miracle diets and fad diets and a bunch of shit that has absolutely no scientific basis. Uh, so he's pushing all this stuff that doesn't really work, that isn't really necessarily even healthy or safe on uh, you know uh, Trump voters. Uh, pretty much. That is, uh, Dr. Oz so, is the physician, the, like the family physician to all Trump voters. Right, exactly. He is, he is the point of commonality. <laughs> Sell it at Walmart. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, his name in a mirror would be uh, Zoe, right? Right. Zord. 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 Megazord. Power Rangers. Government doesn't want you to know. Conspiracy? <laughs> Dr. Oz is really Megazord. <laughs> Backwards. Okay, so breakfast, breakfast. You having uh, breakfast? You having oatmeal, spinach, and eggs? Uh, what about what about lunch and dinner? What about the other meals? What are we? What are we eating? Lunch usually doing a, you know, either a oatmeal or a spinach and eggs. Oatmeal for the same thing. Same thing for lunch as breakfast. 
So you're not concerned about getting a lot of variety in your diet? No, right. why would I? Okay. Is do you do you match do you match them up? If you have oatmeal for breakfast, do you have spinach and eggs for lunch? Or if you have oatmeal for breakfast, you like it's motherfucker. Good question, Max. Yes. Into a second bowl of oatmeal. Oh, I've, I've gone there. Oh yeah, I've gone. Two bowls of oatmeal. Oh yeah. I don't know if you understand. You are hauling oats. Oh, you don't know how great the bowl of o is when you mix it with some coconut milk, right? And some of the That's nice. Cinnamon granola and shit. Mmm. Smoke a bowl. Take it out. That first fight, then exhale. Oh, Kevin, you're making you, <laughs> Kevin, you're making me a little hard talking about that. Wow. Oh my God, I can't but, believe we've gone this long without talking about our main topic, which we're going to talk about in a minute. <laughs> um, that's just weird that I said. Okay, yeah. go, go. <laughs> okay. And then for dinner. What about dinner? <laughs> Chris put his dick in this hot oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, my, my dick in your oatmeal? Yeah, like I'm about to eat it. Like, how about, how about, you, how about next time I'll come over to your house, you make some oatmeal, I'll stir it with my dick, then you eat it. All right, well, I would just like to advocate that you at least dip your balls in it so it can technically be scrub meal. That's all that I want. Scrub We're definitely not editing this out. This is, this stays. not to shower for a couple days to add some flavor you know <laughs> oh man Kevin's face is not me <laughs> read the book All Quiet on the Western Front and that's how Kevin's face looks <laughs> so, so you eat two uh, one of two things twice a day yeah and then it's dinner or do you do you snack? Do you it really snack depends on what's around, man. I eat, man. I'm eating out here. It's <laughs> so vague. You eat pizza. You, I mean, you eat pizza, right? You like pizza. Okay, so you get pizza sometimes. It's morning, lunch, dinner. Okay. Morning, 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 lunch, morning, morning. It's just morning time eat, <coughs> middle time Bre- eat, breakfast, lunch, end time eat. Yes. Yourself a testicular exam annually. Public service announcement. Uh, we're all doing it right now, the three of us. Yeah. We're, we're all doing each other's. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say who's doing whose because you know, we're not going to go there. That's not what this show's about. Right. I'll be honest, I'm doing myself because some reason these guys are weird about touching black balls. <laughs> 
Right. Uh, have you ever seen what Whitney Cummings bit? I'm not a big fan of Whitney Cummings, but ever seen her bit about balls, about men's balls? Oh, it's actually really funny, right? It's like, it's like, why do all balls look like they're 82 years old? <laughs> Something like that. And it is true. My balls Wrinkled actually, up. Uh, I haven't told anybody this, my balls are Bernie Sanders. <laughs> my balls are Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but uh that's exactly what my balls look like. It's good to know that Max it's good to know that Max's balls are concerned about income inequality in America. Oh God, it's important. It. It's <laughs> like, meanwhile I'm over here worried about cum equality. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You guys should have, you guys should definitely have a whim, woman on next week's episode, by the way. Yeah. Uh <laughs> we should we really should. Uh Okay, this is what we're going to talk about. Share. No. <coughs> oh, or are you just asking if I wanted to share, or were you referring to Sonny Bono's partner? Um, well, I'm asking if you wanted to share. Okay. Share. <laughs> uh, great. So I'll share. Um, Chris and I were watching some cooking shows earlier. We don't know. Do you want to talk about this? We, we can, I, I'd love to talk about it. And Chris, Chris was talking about the Barefoot Contessa. Do you know who that is? Wait, excuse me, one more time? The Barefoot Contessa. The Barefoot Contessa. Yes. No. Okay. She's a lady. Her okay. name is... Ina Garten. Ina Garten. She has bear's feet. <laughs> yeah. She has <laughs> the foot of a bear. One foot. You gonna, you gonna, show, uh, you gonna show Kevin a picture of, of Ina? Yeah. So the reason no. this came up... <coughs> so she is a, a chef. Oh, great. Is that, she's uh, she's not a chef. She's a cook. Uh, she had a, started a catering business uh, about thirty five years ago and uh, uh, made a lot of dishes. She's not she's not a trained chef or anything like that. Uh, but she she got a show on the Food Network about fifteen years ago. It's very popular. Probably one of the pop, most popular cooking shows of the last twenty years. Or so, so. Is that a honey in her food? Uh, uh, what's that? No, honey. That's, that's Winnie. The no. Uh, she cooks for him. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie's chef. Winnie's. She cooks. What kind of money is Winnie making? <laughs> She cooks. Ina cooks for every uh, every gay man uh, living uh, in the Hamptons in Long Island. Yeah. Uh, so I love cooking shows. I love cooking. It's one of my favorite things to do in the world. I cook all the time. Uh, love trying out new recipes, inventing new stuff. I love cooking. How many things so, have you cooked that you dipped your balls into? Uh, I have never dipped my balls. Everything I cook. Has a hint of my ball. Right, 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 right. It's just, it's just such a good seasoning, man. Like I've tried thyme, I've tried oregano, nothing. Uh, spaghetti sauce that says robusto on it. That's actually what it means. It's right. Like Chris has dipped his balls. Right, right, precisely. So uh, I, I watch a lot of cooking shows. Uh, I like the authentic cooking shows where you have a host who cooks, uh, you know, appetizer, main course, dessert. I love those shows. Watch them all the time. So. Um, Max was kind of making fun of me earlier because I am attracted to a couple of the uh, like hosts of these shows. Crush. Yeah. The Barefoot Contessa. Yeah. Which, and not saying she's not attractive, but I just thought it was funny because yeah. the food is so she, tied into it. She's, uh, okay, she's about 67 years old. She's older than my mother. I see her. She's exactly 67. Uh, is that right? Is that what it says? I only know I, I looked at I've looked on her Wikipedia page several times, okay? That's the opposite of what we were talking about earlier, where I, you don't know something and you pretend that you do. Right. Or you do know something and you're like, oh, I think she's about. Yeah, like, I know a lot about Ina Garden. Let's say she was born on February 2nd. I don't know. 
Anna Garten was also uh, a pretty like high-ranking person in the U.S. government. Uh, she worked, I think, in the Department of Energy. She was like a, a successful person working in, in government uh, for a long time before she started her catering business. Uh, so anyway. Uh, she has uh, a way about her, man. She, her food is great. I love the food that she cooks. She's got this really kind of inviting, sensual sort of personality. And I just feel like if the Barefoot Contessa had me over for dinner uh, and maybe roasted a chicken with some root vegetables, a uh, couple glasses of Cabernet Sauvignon, who knows what the <laughs> night may bring? Who knows? Wow. Anything could happen. Wow. So you would you want to fornicate. I, I, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility, Kevin. And Max, what, Max was judging me. Max was judging me because he's in, Max is an ageist. Max is an ageist. And you know what? Love knows no bounds and knows no age, Max. You sound just like R. Kelly, so consider it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. On the up, you got to go for the up, that's All right. Now, the only thing that wears me out is... Wouldn't it just, like, once you see that there's a bare foot where a human foot should be. Here's my problem with the show, which we did not talk about when we were watching it, and I don't mean to sound like Quentin Tarantino here, you didn't see her feet once. No, you don't, you don't, you don't, you you rarely see her feet. Sometimes you see her feet. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen them bare. Uh, So... The title of the show is more what she's going for. The Barefoot Contessa, it's like the vibe of the show, you know. She's cooking at home. It's kind of relaxed, casual kind of food, home cooking, comfort food. Barefoot Contessa, that's the that's the vibe it's giving off. You guys are taking this shit literally. Max, huh? Is there a TV on in the background? That's when she's cooking? No, no, no. There's no... <laughs> It's another cooking show. Had her husband walk in in his underwear, you know. <laughs> Did that ever happen? No, that doesn't. That, uh, that doesn't. That doesn't happen. My question is, what's the definition of a contessa? A contessa is an Italian uh, countess, like a, like an Italian aristocracy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Bernie Sanders would not be a fan of the barefoot contessa. No, I'm, I mean she's like she she she's like a I'm sure she I'm sure she's a liberal like a limousine liberal right she's right. like lives in the Hamptons, uh, drives a Mercedes, lives in a big fucking mansion, uh, but also purports to be a friend of the working people while at the same time probably despising them. I'm I, I'm just uh, I shouldn't be speaking for her. I don't know what she wow. thinks of wow. poor people. A minute ago you were super hot for. <laughs> despises <laughs> well I find that there's a lot of limousine liberals out there that say oh I love the poor people uh, poor people are great and then they actually if they actually spend any time with the proletariat they I would remember not enjoy it very much in 2008 when Obama was in Iowa he had like this moment that was like on camera somewhere where he was talking to some farmers and they were complaining about the state of agriculture and his response was yeah have you seen the price of arugula lately <laughs> <laughs> Nah, dude, we're from Iowa. We have to eat corn every day. Right, 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 right. Uh, oh, check yeah, out the Whole Foods. <laughs> Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Um, what, so do you think, What? who do you think Bernie Sanders' favorite cooking show is? Bernie Sanders. pretty well. Bernie Sanders' favorite cooking show. That That's a good question. Um... I would say Bernie would be uh, a fan of uh, Lydia's Italy, Lydia Bastianich. 
Okay, so she's an Italian, an Italian chef who has a couple of restaurants in Queens, and she's very much kind of has this this rustic style of cooking. She was a refugee who came from who who uh, emigrated, exactly. who emigrated from Italy uh, in uh, uh, after uh, the years after World War II in the fifties. Uh, so came to to the United States as a refugee with really pretty much nothing. Totally self made uh, woman uh, who's totally unpretentious. Uh, in the way she cooks the food and her, her demeanor, so I think Lydia in a second would be Bernie would be Bernie's favorite. Big banks, Muslim extremists. <laughs> That's a good question. This refugee starting to sound pretty suspicious, if you ask me. It could be because she's from actually she's from the northeastern corner of Italy, which which borders on the Balkans, which has a significant uh, Muslim population. So uh, Lydia could be a Muslim extremist. You might be right, Kevin. Let me just look up her like her most prominent dishes: ISIS bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think Donald Trump's favorite cooking show? We're just Paula a Dean, show. Uh, okay, yeah, Paula Dean. Uh, I would say uh, Trump uh, pretends to like Guy Fieri's show. Right, right. To gain votes. Uh, to get to get votes. Oh, I think that Guy Fieri is just terrific. Uh, tremendous. Uh, tremendous. Burgers, uh, drive-ins, diners. And drives. And the show. It's huge. It's huge. Uh, it's a huge show. Uh, the most popular show on the Food Network. Uh, so he probably pretends to like uh, pretends to like Guy Fieri's show, and then in reality, he probably likes like Jacques Pepin's cooking show, very high end, sophisticated French cuisine. Uh, you know that the effete and the wealthy uh, would enjoy. Yeah. Jacques Pepin, not Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump is not bros with Julia Child. Right. Uh, the fact that I know who Julia who's Julia Child? Yeah, the most famous. Chef. She's the person who like popularized. She's dead. <laughs> Julia's chef. <laughs> <laughs> Popular chef. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then and now her successor is a lady with bare feet. That's just what it's like. <laughs> Cooking game is crazy. I had no idea. That just sounds like some Game of Thrones stuff. Have you ever watched a cooking show in your life? No. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen cooking shows. On <laughs> oh, an example. <laughs> I've seen stuff. There's that dude, the Anthony Bourdain guy. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. He's a very Anthony Bourdain. He doesn't have a cooking show. That's a it's a travel show that features a lot of food. Yeah. He's he's just food. Yeah, he's just a food guy. He is a food. He is a food guy, right? There's, a, there's that Rachel Ray. She's a person. Rachel Ray. Yeah, she's actually from uh, right near my hometown. She's from Lake George, New York, about half an hour from, from where I was born. There's a huge crush on Rachel Ray, much as Chris secretly pines in the night for the Barefoot Yes, I love the Barefoot That's Rachel Ray, I'm not into her. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I, because I don't like her food that much. That's a big part of it, you know? What's that? No, I just don't like the recipes. Her, her recipes are, uh, I don't know, uh, pretty basic. I don't like the... Given, given, the way, given the way you've analyzed all the other uh, the other cooks and chefs that we've named, I'm surprised we weren't like, Rachel Ray, how come she's this some dude? <laughs> Rachel Ray. Well, Ray. It's 2016. <laughs> Damn. Hoisted by the Gender norms are dead, brah. Oh, R.I.P. gender norms. Yes. And that child... <laughs> Hey, so, um, what's up with, uh, Cher? What's up with Cher? We should check. That's the thing. 
With Cher? You, 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 you keep up with what Cher's doing? Yeah. That's the name of it. Last we heard, she was donating. And you know who also donated a bunch of money to Flint? Meek Mill. Because he was getting destroyed. Did Cher donate money to Flint? Oh, yeah. She, she donated a bunch water. of water. Um, Meek Mill, do you think he donated to Flint, Michigan? Because Meek Mill is the Flint, Michigan of rappers. Like yeah, right just now, like the government is his doing. His are pure shit water. <laughs> the, the government is doing to Flint, Michigan what Drake did to me. All right. Ooh, Cher's talking about Bernie Sanders and Flint, Michigan. There it is. Let's, uh, oh, my God. Look at look at Cher. She looks so good. No work done at all. Amazing. Uh, yeah. All right. If Cher, two minutes ago. Wow, okay. So she's like, she wants to be on the show. Yeah. If Sanders is, quote, in all caps, man of pe- people, PPL, why didn't he speak of hashtag Flint water crisis till after Hillary's passionate condemnation? Hashtag, in all caps, takes proven strength to lead. So okay. Cher is Cher's Hillary. Cher's really jump- isn't it, uh, very political, her Facebook feed. It looks very political. Yeah, she's talking about Donald Trump. <coughs> Had a great time on phone today. Okay, that's not about politics. <laughs> she just had a phone. She had a great time on phone today. It's, it's funny because <laughs> I stopped reading it. it. This is from Twitter. I stopped reading it because I was like, oh, I don't want to get Cher's business out there. And I was like, wait a minute. She has, as we established before, almost 3 million followers. She likes posting in all caps, too. That seems to be a... She likes using emojis. Yeah. Well, when she puts it in all caps, that's her using her singing voice. If I could turn back time... Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Wow, and joining us is Cher. Thank you. Thank you. Cher sounds a lot like Elvis. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> girl. Is that what happened? Yeah. All right, bye, Cher. Um, yeah, we, we didn't even make any Cher puns. Go. Oh, wait, somebody else. Hey, I got one. I've been thinking of one. It came to my head. <laughs> I shot. The sheriff. <laughs> but I didn't shoot the deputy. <laughs> no. Wait, can we talk about B&B? Bob? The rapper? Yeah. I saw him. I saw a live B.O.B. performance one time. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, twenty the twenty ten uh, uh, congressional uh, races, midterm races. Uh, Obama spoke at an event organized by the DNC, and B.O.B. was the uh, musical act. And it was at uh, Dar Constitution Hall. So I've seen I've seen Bob live. Talk about how the Earth was flat because he is a he's a flat earther. A social media rampage no today, claiming that the Earth is flat and including something along the lines of like, uh, <laughs> if the Earth isn't flat, how come you only see the Earth in NASA pictures? Shut the fuck up. He's one of those. And it's like, you know, you know, the famous Daniel Patrick Moynihan uh, saying, quote, uh, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinions, but not to their own facts, you know? That might be slightly over. Uh, BLB never heard that <laughs> quote, apparently. Yeah. Uh, he was never a huge fan. Okay, let's see. Uh, another famous uh, saying, uh, if you're a celebrity with a double-digit IQ, you should shut the fuck up about major issues uh, concerning us all. Double-digit IQ. So he posted, oh, he posted a picture of himself 
in the blizzard and said, the cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where is the curve? Please explain. <laughs> I guess he thought that he could see the curvature of the earth from his Instagram. Uh, a lot of people are turned off by the phrase flat earth, but there's no way you can see all the evidence and not know, grow up. And then he posted a bunch of pictures of it's like those like things where like inspirational quotes are put against like a shot of the train tracks mm-hmm. without the quotes. I yeah. And how can there be a sun if it goes down at night? There's no sun anymore, right? It's just this is just becoming like uh, that uh, George Carlin bit. It's like how come you park on the driveway and drive on the parkway? Right. <laughs> Time lapse photos of stars form perfect circles. How is this possible? Holy shit. I wonder what B.O.B. thinks of evolution. He's got to... That's got to be totally beyond him, right? Evolution? (laughs) Like, this tweet just says, by the way, GoPros have curved lenses. Didn't know that. You need a GoPro. And now he's he's beefing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. What? Yeah. B.O.B. and Neil deGrasse. Yeah. (laughs) Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, gentlemen. Neil uh, deGrasse pronunciation. DeGrasse. Yeah, he wrote that show. Yeah, yeah. it's really like it. That's great. <laughs> Scientifically accurate show. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Chris might agree with B.O.B. Another uh, flat earther yeah, here. You can regurgitate for information all day. Still doesn't change physics, said B.O.B., Rapper of a song called Airplanes, where you can see the curvature of the Earth if you're on one. Uh huh. Said to Neil deGrasse Tyson, science man. Wow. Wow. Well, that's real. Yo, B.O.B., nothing but the truth, man. Every lyric he's ever spit spats facts. Is he the one that did that Beautiful Girl, Beautiful Girl song? Is that him? Yep. Beautiful Girls All Over the World. Beautiful girls all over the world. They got nothing on you, but not, 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 nothing on you. Yeah, they say nothing on you. Not, not, nothing on you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the radio. Not, 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 nothing on you. <laughs> we have the new B.O.B. K- K.O.T. K.O.T.? I don't know. What does B.O.B. stand for? There's always periods. Um, K.O.T.? Who's K.O.T.? Kevin O.T. <laughs> Kevin O.T. Max informed me, Kevin, that you that, that, that Kevin Titty is a name that you chose for yourself. That's not your real name. Oh, I didn't choose. I thought that was your real name. It shows upon me. Who who gave you who who called you Titty? This is origin. This is our new segment. Origin stories. It started one day. Oh well, I'm sitting there talking about on a cold night. Started during the day, but it was a night. Okay, never mind. Move on. It was like a night on a day. Can you tell me your real last name? Are you are you are you allowed to say your real last name? Last name, or do you do you not disclose that to people? Odin. <laughs> <laughs> Rumpel still <laughs> <laughs> And I told him to send another paw on it. The code is mine. <laughs> Rumpel Titskin. 
Rumpled tits. Rumpled tits skin. He's a savage. Oh, so I thought we were gonna hear the real origin. Oh no, there's no story. There's no real story. Did you just wake up one morning and say, "Titty"? That's it. I got it. Titty. Who bestowed you this? What What can you tell us about them? There's not much I can say. Was it I was getting nutted on, and he was telling me about the world being flat. It's <laughs> your new name. And that's how it all started. That's how, I, that's how the, I got tit. tit. And that's how I got tit. I thought that would be a cool story, but uh, no. Fucking please. No, I think your life's fascinating. Actually, I think you're you're a really interesting dude. Are you laughing? I thought the I thought the story of Titty. I thought the story of the name Titty would be would be interesting. I feel like you're withholding information from us. That there's something that you don't. That there's something you don't want to say. Don't you get that sense, Max? I do. It's not that I don't want to. I can't. Kevin's a man of mystery, isn't he? He's there. There's this air about Kevin. I've never seen you know, right? The podcast tapings. And you guys, I told you, it's just my glasses. Do you think it's share? <laughs> I think it's share. I think a comedian known as Kevin Titty is a persona for share to come to Washington D.C. and do the greatest stand-up comedy of all time. I want to see what that, how that audience would respond. If you opened for Cher, let's say you opened for Cher at one of her concerts. I think, I think you'd kill. That's impossible. Why? It'll never happen. It just legally. <laughs> legally, it would be illegal for you to be on the same building as Cher. <laughs> President Trump, he'll come in and say, no, we, we cannot put these two together. Uh, no mixing of the races anymore. Share is huge. huge. <laughs> Put him outside. Get a wall. Make him build it. Deport him. Lose him. <laughs> Americans going to have to build their own wall around their home. Right. That's the future of America. Man. It'd be kind of funny if Trump became president and we were arrested for making fun of him on this podcast. Right. Just because it's like this podcast, which is going to go out to like... I'm hoping 50 people, and that's probably... Oh, but do you know what's going to happen? We're all we're going to become famous, and we're going to become household celebrity names, all of us, and people are going to be going back into this. Oh, like five, six years this. from now, they're going to find this. And then I'm going to get in trouble for certain things I've said. Yeah, for depping my balls. And Chris, 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 don't worry. We cut out all those racial slurs that you went It was like 25 minutes straight of you just saying racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> we cut all that. So Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for that. I'll never forgive you for this, Chris. <laughs> I'll forgive you one day, but only after a very long time. Uh, I'm a dangerous um, man. All right. Do you have any other burning uh, questions? You feel the burn? Class 2016, baby! I, f- I do. I feel the burn very much. Yep. Yes. Uh, it's me. Uh, Pony Sanders. Uh...
it's amazing how people are actually thinking about voting for somebody who talks like this. If I could turn back time, <laughs> if I could fly away. Is it fly away? I thought it was find a way. If I could find a way, yes, you're correct. Find a way. The top 1% of share lyrics. <laughs> and what about air travel? <laughs> the villa responds here? Look at these fucking. Uh, everybody's take, taking phone calls during the podcast. What kind of operation is this? A cheap mobile operation, Chris. Okay, go ahead. I do. Yeah, I do. I host the show every Sunday, 8 o'clock. Petworth Citizen, ladies and gentlemen, get there early because uh, seating fills up quickly. Okay. And one of, okay, so one other thing. I've been going, love the room, one of my favorite. Thank, thank you, Kevin. Great, great. I, I love having you. Question, I got a, so every season <coughs> of the year where Game of Thrones is back on television, how is that for it fu- I, I think it fucks with it. I don't know. I never know, man. Like, I don't know. The, the, the season premiere of Game of Thrones, like, I had, when I first started the show, we had a great audience uh, throughout uh, for, for the first seven or eight weeks. And then the season premiere of Game of Thrones happened and the audience dropped precipitously. I don't know if it's because of an HBO show. Because I don't know how much of an impact that has anymore. I guess there still is the collective idea of watching a television show together, especially something on HBO or on a network or something like that. People stream shit so much now. Like I just don't think that culture is as strong as it used to be. And I think yeah. Netflix and Amazon is just totally turning that on its. Sunday is the one day. Yeah. Bad like Prestige Television Day. Uh, yeah, I think I, I I would say that. that uh, yeah, yeah. It's another reason for me to hate Game of Thrones. Have you watched it? Uh, I've watched like two episodes of it. Okay. Uh, Let me tell you, as a person who's been binge watching the entire season series since the blizzard started. Okay. I hate it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. You, you you do you hate it, Max? No, I, I, okay. I I. I, uh, I, I oh, I'm the worst. I read the books okay. before there was a TV show. Yeah. So now I'm all salty. Smart okay. Uh, yeah. Max is still a virgin, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the podcast. I'm just kidding. You can you can cancel over that. I'm just stumbling. Just I just wanted to tell the listeners uh, in my own way. <laughs> <laughs> me by the way (laughs) who is also his sister next to the dead corpse of their son who was the king of the country well actually it didn't particularly happen that way in the book oh visually that's what you see that's the biggest difference in that scene is that it's uh books are less about making rape part of every scene I don't think it happens that much. I think, I think there's literally like, a scene where I in the background three. dozens of rapes are happening, and when they're at Craster's Keep. I don't know. I, uh, that's part of, dude, that's part of my problem with Game of Thrones. I am not a fan of that kind of like cartoonish stylized violence. I don't like it. I, that turns me off. I don't like Tarantino movies either for the same reason. I, I don't like the way he portrays violence in his movies. I just, uh, I, it, it makes me feel uneasy 
when you're when you have this like really gratuitous nasty violence and it's presented in kind of a light way as light entertainment which is the sense i get from a lot of this stuff and 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 it makes me feel fucking icky man but it's not as bad as people have i think okay. there's one scene in that show that has actually made me cringe like that <laughs> fucked up Right. But everything else. I saw a montage of fucked up scenes. A guy getting a melted gold poured on his head. Yeah. A guy getting his eyes gouged out. That was the one. That's uh, the worst thing. Come know. on, man. There's a, there's so many. This show's notorious for that shit. Walking Dead. Uh, not even on HBO, and they have way gorier shit. Yeah, I agree. I, I just I, I don't know. That's that's been a change. Like I think when I was a teenager, like as a teenage boy, so many teenage boys are into that kind of shit. I I've I've changed. I guess I've I've grown up, man. I've grown up. And uh, I just don't like that. I don't like that kind of stuff anymore. I don't like that kind of. I no no no. So that so that's one that's one thing I don't like about it. The other thing I don't like about it is I just don't like this whole Middle Earth fantasy world shit. I just don't like it. Uh, a bunch of adults talking about some fake world that's created, and it's just that's I I've never enjoyed that. I've always disliked that. Or book. I like realism, man. I like realism. I like I like serious movies about cancer patients and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, damn, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also like Give me some cold, hard reality in my entertainment. The ICU goes, ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Doctors come, like, what happened here? <laughs> Any family? Ooh. ooh. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of kids at home? <laughs> no, I'm sure it's <laughs> so that's always like I've never seen any of the uh, Lord of the Rings movies either or read any of the books and I've never seen I've seen half of a Harry Potter movie against my will I've never seen any of those movies either and I'm a big movie buff I love movies man I've seen so many fucking movies I love going to the movies Harry Potter definitely uh, doesn't belong in that category I think the Potter movies would have benefited from some gratuitous violence uh huh because they're supposed to be like these all-powerful wizards, and they're still like giving each other like Lord of the Rings. Themselves. Oh, you know, and I d- they get mad at Voldemort. Voldemort's killing people, and it's a big thing in the books where they're like, "We won't use the killing curse." And I'm like, "You dummies! Right. Voldemort's trying to murder you. Like, this is not time to get on your fucking high horse." I did actually see one of the Lord of the Rings movies. I saw uh, the Hobbit, the first Hobbit movie. And it was the most bloated pile of shit of a movie I've ever seen in my life. I fell asleep during it. It was awful. A book that was shorter than any of the Lord of the Rings movies and made it into a three or four part movie series. Right. Other than making money. Right. You could have covered The Hobbit in 28 minutes probably. Yeah, exactly. And you could feel it. And they stretched it out into a two hour plus movie and it's just, just, the the material wasn't there. So, yeah. That's my... uh, my thesis on why I'm not into Game of Thrones. Good dig that. All right. The pizza's arrived. We're at over an hour. You ready to call it? I don't know. I just call it. Any other? Did you do... I heard you plug in. Were you plugging? Plug the Reading Room show. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, thank you, Chris. Thank you for plugging the show. Chris also co-hosts at Black Whiskey with me. Every thank Tuesday. you. Thank you for having me. Yes. You want to relive this inflated conversation? This has been... <laughs> oatmeal, please leave your oatmeal at home. Uh, whenever you're home. Chris just can't help himself. <laughs> Scrotmeal. I thought we were calling it Scrotmeal, guys. Scrotmeal. We're, uh, we're trademarking. We're trademarking. We're trademarking this, yeah. So is that you get the last word? Is that what you want it to be, Scrotmeal? Uh, the last word is...
Scrope meal. 